from best of San Francisco DDTV, The Pink Chill, and Didi LaFrag. Hey, I've only lived in San Francisco for 30-something years. What do I know about it? San. Liberals? They're sadistic progressives. Francisco. This city is Junkies Incorporated. It's the junkie apocalypse. Damn. This ain't your phony soy boy San Francisco. This is the San Francisco Dam Zone. San Francisco Dam is a solo psychodramatic performance art storytelling podcasting platform. Hey everybody, it's Wednesday, May 11th, 2022. Happy birthday to everybody who is celebrating. I hope you have a beautiful birthday. Welcome new listeners. I am so happy you are here, regular listeners. I love you guys. Here's your daily San Fran fentanyl weather report. I'm recording in the late afternoon. It's breezy. The wind is coming from the west about 20 miles an hour and it's 56 degrees Fahrenheit. All right, so I'm always talking about San Francisco. The name of this show is San Francisco Dam, but San Francisco right now is kind of tired. It's barbaric yet pretty. It's uh, twisted yet kind of classic. Things are conveniently located. You can walk. I, I did a spin recently where I went basically all around like the perimeter of the city and was back home in less than an hour. It's very, very convenient. It's a shame what's allowed to live on the sidewalks. I'm not going to be redundant, but new listeners, look at the show list. Just look at the titles. Over 800 shows. Breaking it on down. Sexist, womanist, bohemian style. I saw a movie last night. And I was thinking, what, what happens to the statute of limitations like these freaky artists? Why is it like a lot of freaky daddies make good art? And and please, if you if you have a trigger... If you get triggered about anything, trigger warning, I'm going to talk about some freaky male artists, so maybe you might not want to listen to the show. I'm not defending them at all. Understand that, but I'm talking about the fact that there's been some great art created by some freaky dudes. I saw a movie last night. I had seen it before a long time ago with Richard or some some other boyfriend, Hannah and her sisters. That was a hell of a movie. Woody Allen knows how to make movies. He knows how to write them. He knows how to pick the right team. This guy makes great movies. And he was freaky and weird as hell. And when I was watching this show with, with like new adult eyes, middle-aged eyes, he's kind of sexy. I know this sounds terrible to say when he's like seducing these women and he has that confidence. You're like, this is ultimate freaky daddy. They have this supreme confidence that they're able to seduce a lot of people. And I was like, Woody Allen had it going on in his genre, the nebbish New York freaky Jewish dude. And he was very freaky. The movie Manhattan, his, I think that would probably be known as his classic film, Manhattan, about a a 40-something-year-old writer who was dating a 17-year-old girl in high school. When that came out, it was considered normal. I'm like, what the haystack? That was a beautiful flick, and she dumped him. (laughs) But that was considered normal. I didn't really like Manhattan so much that parents are going to allow that. That was like his wish fulfillment. Maybe he was doing that behind the scenes. I don't even want to get into him marrying his girlfriend's adopted daughter, which is freaky. We all know that's freaky. You can't say, oh, they weren't related. That was freaky. That was like crossing a boundary. Like, give me a break. Anyway, Hannah and her sisters, everything has a sexual plot and obviously a freaky daddy. All right, next up. Now, Michael Jackson is known as a freaky daddy. Michael Jackson, 
people have a lot to say about him. Like I said, if you got triggered, I'm not here to say if he's innocent or guilty. I'm here to say the man, he is imitated now. I see some TikToks and some videos on YouTube or other streaming platforms. And there are little kids doing Michael Jackson dances. This, he's never going to go away. He's like up in the, you know, the uh, universe of show business, the upper echelon, the top of the top. He's what Elvis Presley probably would have been if he had toured around the world. Michael Jackson is never going away. I do love Michael Jackson's music. I was raised with the Jackson 5 and used to have his posters on my wall. And again, I know he supposedly did some bad stuff and he made some great damn music, y'all. Roman Polanski. Now, that's another show business freak. Oh, my God. Nervous laughter. And that was in the 70s where people were dropping quaaludes. He was at uh, one of his buddies' house, you know, judge a man by his friends. He was at uh, either it was Jack Nicholson or Warren Beatty's house. <laughs> Did bad things to a 13-year-old girl. He dosed her, gave her the quaalude, you know, in the 70s, they're partying. And her mother led her, so he had uh, relations with the 13-year-old girl while she was under the influence of a quaalude and some champagne. And he made Rosemary's Baby. Have you ever seen that? That's To me, I think that's like the most famous horror movie in history, and you don't even really see the horror until the end. And just little bits like an Alfred Hitchcock movie. You know who Alfred Hitchcock is or was? British uh, uh, horror director. And he had the Alfred Hitchcock show where he'd have these little black and white vignettes of scary, scary little stories. One of the most major freaky daddies to me is Hugh Hefner. Hugh Hefner was a real big freaky daddy. I knew reading that back then that it wasn't normal. The girls are smiling. I knew that sex work isn't the most pleasant thing because once the guy has ownership of your body, in many cases, he could basically do what he wants. Like, you're naked. What are you going to do? Pull a gun out of your hair? No, you're not. You're going to be at mercy of getting beaten up or treated very, very poorly, which is what happened to a lot of women who are into sex work can't pretend that that's not what happened he I knew he was a pimp because he was really good friends I think they were he was best friends with Bill Cosby okay Bill Cosby with the Cosby kids uh showing black women I mean showing black people go to college with a different world etc he was best friends with Bill Cosby so what does that tell you if you want to know a man look at his friends and he basically uh, got away with it until recently now they're drip feeding all the bad stuff but he curated a good magazine with good writers good articles he broke a lot of good writers and articles and as a um he was he's the one who gave the civil rights comic dick gregory his first break at the playboy club in the 60s so he was like a civil rights dude although he was like a, a pimp and a sex trafficker what can i say y'all freaky daddies are problematic but they make some great art and i can't i personally cannot touch r kelly I the only song of his that I listen to is You Are Not Alone. It's only because Michael Jackson sang it, but all of his other music I personally cannot listen to his music. Anyway, that's a different San Francisco Dam tonight. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. I'm Dee Dee Dam. I trust my vibe. San Francisco Dam. Yay! That's today's episode of the San Francisco Dam Podcast with sexist womanist Bohemian Didi LaFrac. Remember to join us tomorrow for another episode. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsors. Head over to SanFranciscoDam.com for more sponsorship information. Thank you for subscribing and listening.